Welcome to episode 77 of the Switch Mania Playcast. A special recap episode. Oh my goodness, it's been too long. <laughs> like, Very much so. And it's like we take turns with Barry and JP, and JP and Barry. I think last time you were sleeping. <laughs> well, last time, I do have to apologize. I know I actually haven't missed a playcast since I've been on, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was a little under the weather, and I slept yeah. right through my alarm, and my wife did not realize I needed to get up. So it's one of those, you know, deep sleeps where you just, like, your body's rejuvenating and healing itself. And I woke up, and I was like, oh, this feels so good. I'm, I feel so much better. And I rolled over and looked at the time, and it was 8.30. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, like, and I'm rushing downstairs. I'm like, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, we're already, like, halfway done because <laughs> we had a normal episode. Is crazy, <laughs> and then of course, like the next week, Bear's like, "I'm ready," and it's like, "Um, we're in the middle of taking, getting everything ready for shipping." We're like, "We're stuck." I was like, "Ugh." <laughs> so that being said, though, Barry, we have the big news, right? We do. Yeah, like we are. What do we? What are we starting? <laughs> we are starting the shipping process. Exactly. To get you guys, your video games. Yeah, so we will be shipping out the premium editions of Super Blood Hockey and the Pigeon Dev Games Collection, the 401 multi-application card. So our first and second release on the same day are shipping. And the thing is, by the time this episode, while listeners are listening to it, our game should be shipping in the store. Now, that being said, there aren't many left comparatively. Like, we had a lot of pre-orders. So... I mean, you know, wait at your own leisure. Um, We do have also the retro and deluxe editions available. Um, I know we're waiting on the Steelbook, which should be arriving. Like, I mean, we had to wait because there's this thing called, like, a Chinese New Year. Um, So, like, last month was kind of a wash when it came from production. So, as soon as that ended, though, they started the production on the Steelbook. But it does take four to six months or something and then we add covid expenditures to it um and the book yeah the book slipcase and deluxe for the uh deluxe case for or box for that version are all in production as well um i was actually i've been telling i was telling barry i'm like finalizing all that insanity like this week where the case finally arrived they're finishing up the sizing of the slipcase because we didn't have the exact width of the book plus Neo Geo AES case for the slipcase. So I've had that all done, submitted, and approved by Nintendo, but we're waiting on um, the sizing of the spine, essentially, is what they are waiting on. And it was like the Chinese New Year combined with back and forth with companies overseas. It's been crazy, man. But the good news is the light is there at the end of the tunnel, and you guys will be having your game soon, and it won't be that much of a wait if you pre-order the retro or the deluxe. So if you are waiting, if you are like, oh, you know, we're not sure if if this is going to deliver, if these games are going to come out, now's the time to act if you want these, because, you know, there's only so many left, and they are being shipped, and you will see people showing them off hopefully soon, and... Uh, Oh, enjoying yeah. these great games. There was uh, something I actually showed our uh, our premium edition team um, that arrived today, which was a heat cut premium edition logo patch that I got in, and it looks so cool. 
Um, it's the same logo that's on our like images where it says premium edition on the Switch Man Playcast images and all over the place. Um, and I was like saying, like, what if when people do an unboxing and tag us on social media or throw it up on YouTube? Um, and then t- and then post it and tag us on social media. Like, well, ma- I'll mail them a patch just as a thank you. Like, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, I think I got, that's fantastic. I got a bunch. I mean, I think it sounds like a, a win-win and a really cool way to thank those of you that are helping us start. You know, getting more eyes on what we're doing because you know we got robot name fight coming and. As soon as we can, you know, get these releases uh, behind us, like we're going with Robot Name Fight and another game, which is going to be a surprise for our next direct. Um, it's going to be wild. Uh, I mean, but what we said from day one, Barry, we're going slow, right? Yes, that's the key is to go slow. And and granted, we we have had to move slightly slower than we wanted to, thanks to the, <laughs> the whole lock check thing with Nintendo and, and mm-hmm. obviously COVID um, had, took its toll. But we want to thank everybody that's stuck with us this entire time. Uh, all your support has been wonderful. And uh, yeah, we, we hope that we can deliver on all our promises and, and like like jeff was talking about the little patch it's just the mm-hmm. one little extra thing we try to do to show you our appreciation uh because you guys are awesome oh by the way speaking of awesome like there was something that was posted to social media that even like you and i weren't weren't tracking but like that it was going to be posted um but regarding the sunshine anthology so like sunshine manor um, we had a legendary scary movie, horror movie um, artist do a exclusive cover for the Kickstarter and Graham Humphreys, and he finished and posted his artwork for Sunshine Manor. And oh my God, it's so awesome! Awesome. Oh, it looks amazing. Like I am like so excited to to see how that looks because they did like a mock up of a switch case um when they post put it in the um in the folder that they shared it with us and I was like oh this looks so cool and I'm almost tempted just for the Kickstarter one to not have any extra logos beyond what Nintendo requires which would be just the switch and the ESRB just for that one with like the logo of the game because uh, like Pokemon Shield for example it did that a few of the Nintendo games they do that where they don't put any kind of uh, publisher on the front and I'm like ooh that could be a way to keep it like unmarred <laughs> and then like our premium edition release would have like all the normal stuff um, I'm thinking about it I don't know what do you think Barry Oh, one thing I was thinking we could probably maybe make a slipcover with that art and just have the slipcover be the art. And then when you pull it off, there's the rest of the logo, like the, mm. the, all the rest of it. Interesting. So you're talking about like a, a slipcover over the case for the Kickstarter backers. It's just the art that just full just the art. Yeah. Oh. With, the, with the, the name on the spine, of course. So if you put mm-hmm. it in your shelf, you know what it is. But yeah, this way the art's untouched on the slipcover. And then you pull it off and boom, there's the logo and everything. It's another good idea. Hey, I mean, we have a Switch Mania Playcast channel in our Discord. If you guys like that idea or anything that we're talking about here in the Playcast, absolutely chime in. I mean, you can 
on um, Anchor. You can leave us a voicemail. I know um, Jesse Glenn was leaving us a bunch for a while. <laughs> um, but that being said, though, um, you know, go in that, go in the Discord. We have lots of recommendations. If you hear something cool, like you want full art on one of these games, um, and maybe we can convince the developer to, in some way, shape, or form, release that to everyone um, that weren't that didn't know about the kickstarter or missed out on that because that's another thing is is like we don't want to hold anything like that we could potentially still produce we don't want to hold it like available um and and hold it hostage when people are interested in it so if you're interested let us know (laughs) right absolutely yeah so so it's been wild um i mean i've been working on stuff but um haven't really had time to play much games at all but I did get some stuff in, Barry. Oh, well, let's go. Yeah. It. So the first cool thing that I got in, which is not technically Switch, but it's something really close to Switch, is have you heard of the O-Droid Go Super? I can't say I have. So the O-Droid Go Super. So an O-Droid is essentially like a Raspberry Pi, but it runs off of a different operating system, has different specs. It runs retro systems all the way up to like PS1, Saturn, all that stuff. Um, the Odroid Go Super is the exact same size and probably uses the same shell as a Switch Lite. Has a big old screen. Fits in my uh, Evo Retro Switch Lite case. <laughs> and I just got it today in the mail. So, um, super interesting. It has double um, analog sticks, which feel like they're going to cut my thumbs because <laughs> they're really sharp. Um, I heard you could replace those with um, Vita um, Vita analogs, so that'll be interesting. But it looks really cool. I'm going to get a 256-gigabyte micro SD card to put some cool stuff on it, and I will probably report back with how it stacks up to like the clarity and everything of a switch light and everything but obviously it doesn't play switch games it plays retro stuff um it's just it's just cool because it looks exactly like a switch light it's so ridiculous i had it on um i had it on like a alert an email alert it was only 80 dollars, by the way oh that's not bad (laughs) no and it feels good it feels great it's fully assembled some of the old droid stuff you'd like make yourself um but it was fully assembled, came in the mail today, along with the patches, so pretty cool. Um, so, as um, we, as all the listeners know, I t- t- typically um, get in games that I handpick, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not like Barry and JP, where I where they get, like, every single game, and you get in so many games every day that you probably lose track, right, Barry? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so, I got in... Eight games total since the last time we recorded, which is a lot, actually, for me, if you think about that it. That is a lot. Yeah. Well, one was um, we were supporting Frank the Tank, um, part of the Premium Edition Games. We were, um, Barry and I were on his stream Monster Bound yesterday, yes, and I showed off Blaster Master Zero One and Blaster Master Zero Two that I got from Limited Run. Um, really cool. Um, and I got like the giant box that's like a board game box, and then it has NES boxes inside, and then the little uh, Sophia um, tank. What are they like statues? <laughs> like it was just so cool. Um, and so that was one of the things I got in. I also um, finally got Mummy Demastered, which is nice, um, and Chasm. 
And these are all limited run stuff that pre-ordered like many, many moons ago. And then the one that I got that has been on pre-order forever was Tiny Metal Ultimate. Finally got Tiny Metal Ultimate. And that game was in Switch Collector Volume 1 in the digital section, Barry, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that, that was taken for a while. I, I think I just got that the other day, too, and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot all about this. Me, too. And the artwork on the cover looks amazing. That's the other thing. Like, like I really dig the, the art that they used for it. Um, no, speaking of Switch Collector Volume 1 and digital games, I also got in Guns, Gore, and Cannoli 1 and 2 um, from Strictly Limited. So finally got that in too, and so that one was actually on the same page spread as Tiny, um, as Tiny Metal. Isn't that weird? That I got both games in like the same day, and they were both in the same spread of digital only releases back in the day. Clearly, it's a sign. It's and definitely we, a we, sign. We need to look through the Switch Collector one to predict when those other digital games are going to be in physical form and yes. arrive specifically at Jeff's house. That's a great idea, right at my house on the same day. Um, <laughs> so the last game that I got in, which I actually got in today, um, is a game that we covered on the Switch Mania Playcast. Um, Lonely Mountains Downhill. Oh, yeah, Lonely Mountains. I was the only one that didn't like that game. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just enjoyed it. Like, um, I know we were in talks with the developer about potentially doing a physical. It's just, I mean, as we mentioned, we're going slow. So there's no way we could have um, released it fast. Like, it would have been maybe the fall, maybe, like, next winter. Uh, just based on, we already have some games lined up and stuff, and we, we don't want to, like, hold any games hostage with a contract unless they 100% like are like, no, we're just going with you premium. Um yeah, so Super Rare uh, was able to get Lonely Mountains, which is awesome because they, um, you know, they get games re- done really fast. They don't um, put stuff up until they have it pretty much in hand. So it's something that we would love to do. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> yeah, th- that's the goal, everyone. So I mean, you know, as a startup, it's nigh impossible to go that route unless we just want to take out like two hundred thousand dollars in loans. Like that's not feasible. So. <laughs> So basically, we have to go the you know, the classic pre-order model, and you know, get some momentum. Um, obviously, Robot Name Fight's coming, and it's going to be amazing. And we're going to try to get that out as fast as possible. Like I've already worked on all of the art assets for the game. We've already gotten an amazing retro box art, which is done on canvas, old school Super Nintendo style where I'm taking the canvas, getting it professionally scanned, and then working on the Super Nintendo-style um, feng shui, if you, if I may, if you will. <laughs> um, just making, giving it a little bit of style, and that was by request of the developer, of Matt. He wanted, um, wanted us to make it look like a, kind of like a tribute to Super Metroid, which the game is. Um, so we got a, a really cool retro box, which I'm not sure if we've shown that off yet, but I would say the Direct would be a good time for us to show that off. Yes, I think that, that should be absolutely saved for the Direct. Yeah. We need to save some surprises. <laughs> I mean, oh, Barry jokingly would say that, you know... Be- like 
like, damn it, JP, why did you show off the challenge cards already? Damn it, JP. Yeah, I, I mean, the challenge cards were supposed to be, when we originally talked and we sat down and we were discussing everything before the direct, before anybody even knew we existed, that was one of the things that sold me mm-hmm. on the challenge cards where, hey, we're going to let people do unboxings. They're going to open it up. They're going to be like, what is this? And they're mm-hmm. going to discover it live. And it was our incentive for people to start opening their games to play and not just keep them sealed and so they can be enjoyed. And that didn't come to fruition only because somebody wanted to <laughs> share it and couldn't hold back and couldn't keep that secret and uh, thus obviously you all know about the challenge cards and the, the patches and all that that was actually supposed to be a surprise yep uh it is not a surprise we do have something else that's a surprise which we did mm-hmm. honestly like I, I i had to tie a really big knot around jp and like you know duct tape his mouth because he wanted to tell that surprise but no 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 we gotta keep something for the first time <laughs> openers uh so we're uh, still a surprise we're able to keep savvy that. savvy uh, customers or people that follow us may know what the surprise is, though, Barry. There's a few places where um, it may have been mentioned or slipped. <laughs> well, it wasn't by me. It was by me. I think I oh. slipped. I slipped um, somewhere else um, and, and chatted about it. Um, but we were supposed to have already been shipped by then, by the time they um, publish the episode. But the episode's out now. <laughs> so somewhere that we haven't publicized too much um somewhere in an episode where i was on for multi-hours maybe a secret people hint hint uh, scavenger hunt that out um i yeah, we didn't publicize wait for your 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 shipment to come and be Which, surprised it will be there soon <laughs> it will be there very soon um, yeah so um i think Based on what we saw online, JP probably opened Astral Chain, by the way. Um, I haven't had time to play it, but he probably put it in for 10 minutes to watch the opening cutscene. He did at least see, if not the opening cutscene, the end of the first level. (laughs) Because he posted uh, a little short screen. Yeah, so so he he is getting, um, just just to make sure that our season... You know, our entire season isn't has JP played the game or opened the game, but um, I've been like completely in trying to get the uh, retro and deluxe out to the point where I barely have had time to even fire up like Mario 3D World sitting on the couch before I go to bed at night for like 10 minutes. So <laughs> I'm still jumping through those hoops. Um, been playing a lot of uh, games recently and um it'll be interesting because you know i've requested that barry get some too so that way we can do like a crosstalk and we can talk about perspective future games on the playcast which is always the idea so um we will see Uh, i'm still waiting on a few codes myself and then we can do a nice little dialogue on like maybe dry fire dialogues in the future which would be fun um one of the games though one of the games I played, I was talking with Barry about um, off episode, um, and we will talk about it later um, on the episodes. But it's it's amazing, people, awesome. So, like, whew, good stuff. Um, so many good games out there. So, um, I have to ask you, Barry, what games have you gotten in out of the million that stick out in your mind? <laughs> oh God, it's it's tough because it's <laughs> almost like Christmas every day. <laughs> because I honest, a I don't know what's coming in the mail. Um, B 
even if it is like, oh, look, it's a limited run box, I have no idea what's in there because so much of that stuff, it's like I ordered this six months ago. I forgot what's in it. So it is a surprise every time I open up. And and stuff like Strictly Limited, you, you mentioned, that's taken like two to three months to get to my house. So I get the shipping confirmation, and then I forget about it because there's so much happens in, in two to three months. And then it shows up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about this game. <laughs> uh, so I, I did get like the guns, Gordon Cannoli, uh, that, that finally showed up. Uh, I did get, uh, like, the, I forgot I even ordered, like, the Among the Sleep. There was, like, an exclusive cover from Limited Run. Uh, Return of Oberdin, The Creature in the mm-hmm. Well, which I got. Actually, I got that from, like, I Am 8-Bit, and then it got it sent from Best Buy. And I'm like, wait, were there two different covers? I, it's, I've, I've forgotten. As we're speaking, I actually just got an email confirmation from Amazon of a game shipping for tomorrow that I already got a confirmation from Best Buy that's also shipping, and I actually pre-ordered it both places. I totally forgot. Um, that's the problem when you go for everything. So I have to return one of them now, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know. You, you say that, Barry, but, I mean, I have, like, a ton of games that I've accidentally ordered. <laughs> oh, I, 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 yeah. I mean, it happens for the best of us, and I know some people... And I did this originally, uh, like kept a spreadsheet, like this game ordered from this person. I tried that and I, I really should have kept up with it. I did not. So like I said, it's it's like Christmas. I got my like Super Mario 35 pin set two uh, that came in. So now I got both of those. I was really happy for that. But like for me, in addition to Switch, I'm just a game collector. And in addition to games, um, I also love the history of Nintendo. And one of the cool things, I, I got some really cool old-school Nintendo stuff. And when most people say old-school Nintendo, they usually mean the NES. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say old-school Nintendo, I'm talking like the 1960s and 1970s. Um, so are, you t- are you talking about like Game & Watch? Are you talking about it- or Han- Hanafuda cards? Oh, no, 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 no. Like, Hanafuda cards is like 40s and 50s Nintendo. Yes, yes, I do. I do. Well, Hanafuda cards go all the way back to the 1800s. Nintendos, though, yeah. But, but uh, no, I do have some old old Hanafuda and Nintendo stuff, but I didn't get any of that in. Um, but I mean, Game of Watch. So did you get Red Alarm? Did you get Red Alarm? Is that what you got? <laughs> I, I love Red Alarm. That's a great game, actually. Uh, Wireframe 3D. Uh-huh. But uh, no, no, I got some really cool stuff. One of the things I got was a picture frame and the picture frame is a setting of a forest and inside the picture frame you can see a bird and there's a light sensor and you use the physical light gun to hit the bird which spins a wheel and a new bird shows up and it spins to three different birds and old school light gun stuff long before the zapper, the, the precursor to the zapper series. So you got uh, Duck Hunt essentially. No, that that was a different thing as well. They made this <laughs> this came before Duck Hunt. Nice. And I don't mean the NES Duck Hunt, I mean the actual projector Duck Hunt, which is another thing itself. Mm-hmm. The NES Duck Hunt came actually later. Um, but I did get that. Uh, another thing I got, which was really cool, it's from 1970. So it, it, at this point, it's 50 years old. And the, the, that fact just boggles my mind. Um, it is a, a device. It is a cotton candy maker for your kitchen where you can make cotton candy at home. Made by Nintendo, 1970. Uh, did you use it yet? No, I'm not going to use it. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend 
it, turning it on at this point because who knows, you know, how things are going to work 50 years later. But it's just one of those things that I think is really cool. And I love the history of Nintendo. I love the fact that the same company that gave us Mario and Zelda and, and Metroid and, and all these great franchises made a cotton candy machine for your kitchen. Yeah, they were a complete toy maker and made a bunch of different odds and odds things over the years. And it was crazy because, like, going around flea market hunting back in the day before, you know, everything got completely, like, oversaturated with, like, collectors. Um, I remember at a flea market seeing Nintendo poker chips inside of a thing. And, And they're from, like, the 60s and 70s. And yep. I was like, where did you get these? And they're like, oh, we just found them online somewhere. And I'm like, wow. So I, I they wanted three, way too much money, though. <laughs> I have three boxes of Nintendo poker chips that are uncirculated, three different colors. Nice. Um, those those I just I happen to find. The, like, a lot of this stuff is really, it's tough to find. And the people that have it, unfortunately, a lot of them want way too much. But mm-hmm. um, I found some good deals and, and met some really cool people in that era of collecting. So that's that's where I've been more focused. Like I'm still getting the Switch stuff, of course, and still playing the Switch stuff. <laughs> um, but there's there's more. Like I love the history of video games and I love the history of Nintendo. So that's where I've really found a, a cool love. And I'm actually in the process of building a shelf to display some of it. Uh, unfortunately, I can't display it all. Lack of room and all that jazz. Well, that is a really cool um, way to expand your collecting horizons. Honestly, like. I'm to the point now where I'm like, everything that's in my collection that I can't display, it's like all the stuff's in my garage. I'm like, ooh, do I need to do like a a massive exodus of stuff? Because my main thing is I want to be able to play it all some way, shape, or form as natively as possible. Um, I'm okay if it's an FPGA and HD where I can play it with minimal to no lag, like a... um. Like the Hyperkin stuff, or no, is it Hyperkin? No, the analog stuff. Like the analog SG that I have, the Sega Genesis, it's like mm-hmm. flawless. And if I want to add the scan lines to make the graphics look a little more blended, because that's what scan lines did, they yeah. made the graphics look blended. Because like pixelated graphics look great, I, I think it's a retro thing. But that isn't what we had as kids in the 80s and 90s growing up. Um, I had a tiny little TV, and when you look at all those pixelated graphics, it actually blends in the, in the rounding them out and everything. It looks really cool. Um, and so I want it as natively as I can possibly get as an experience. If it plays on modern stuff, it's great because these tube TVs aren't going to last forever. Um, so, like... That means, though, that I'm also I'm also okay playing on EverDrives and things as long as, you know, I can still enjoy the experiences because we don't have enough time in our lives to play the Switch games we have, Correct. let alone every other freaking system. <laughs> See, I came to that decision. I like In my game room, one of the things we had planned was to have a you know, CRT TV and everything. Yeah. And then we decided, you know what? Getting a CRT TV is heavy, and mm-hmm. we have to literally build the shelf around that and if we ever lose it or you know dies getting a new one is going to be really hard a replacement the right size so we decided you know let's go flat screen we can mount it we can we can build our shelves a little bit uh easier around it we got a frame meister we got a frame meister and Mm -hmm. now with the expanded collection and the lack of time um we might not even wind up using that and i just might just keep my retro stuff and because i mainly play new occurrence stuff and I, if I play retro stuff a lot of times it's through compilations and stuff re-releases 
and I hate to say it, but just with with the lack of time we yeah. have right now, I can't play so much. I have so much on a backlog, you know, and there's still new games. Like February hit me like a truck with new games that I absolutely had to play because I've, I've mm-hmm. invested in those series. And, you know, down the road, we're, we're thinking within the, the year we're going to start having a family, you know, so that's obviously going to take a lot more. Whoa, congrats. Yeah, that's gonna be... so, good luck. So, <laughs> yeah, good luck, yeah. So, so obviously that's going to take even more time away from, oh, for sure. from gaming. So with that said, like, I get that. I get the, the purest aspect of it. Uh-huh. I ever drive for sure. But, like, the way I thought about it is like if I want to play an NES game, you know, I could hook up the NES. I could do that. And I, I am getting – well, I have a Polymega ordered for my TV, whether it comes or not. We'll see because I'm like, oh, at least that's a, a decent solution. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Decent it, solution. It, it, you know, with the NES app, it's mainly good for me. A lot of the good games that I want to play are there. And well, the ones that – The only way I, we're going to do retros is if we make another playcast and <laughs> like we make another podcast and we decide to make it a focus. And, uh, and we still don't have the time to do it. Because we barely have the time to record this one. <laughs> we don't have the time to record this one, and we don't have the time to even look. I mean, we, we mentioned Astral Chain, and yeah. I, you know, you haven't had the time to play it, and JP hasn't had the time to really play it. And I've at least played it. <laughs> I, I played yeah. it and beat it back in the day, but you know, I haven't even had time to go back to it. You mentioned those codes, you know, the, the games mm-hmm. to play. Like, I haven't had time to sit down and even play those games right now mm-hmm. because I, I am in the middle of Bravely Default 2 and I'm trying to finish that up because <laughs> I'm one of those people where if you're in the middle of a game and I have to play something else, I'm not going to enjoy that something else because I want to continue my adventure. So I know yeah. I have to finish that. And, well, and you've and been I, waiting on Bravely Default 2 since they announced it. Like yeah. that's a, That was like a, a day one, I knew we are going to lose Barry to it adventure well what sucked is persona five strikers came out three days before that uh-huh. and i had to play that too so i played that first but uh and I, I went through that that one flew and it was great Do you know crazy. how jealous i am because like i work like 10 to 12 hours a day at my main job and then i come home and i gotta get this premium stuff done which i love doing but it's like man i really wish i had some time to game because you're not kidding there are so many freaking amazing games like oh, yeah. I go, but I mean, we're talking. We're at the fourth anniversary of the Switch. We just hit four years of the Switch, and I'm looking at games from year one that I still haven't like put enough time into. And I'm like, oh look, there's Xenoblade Chronicles two. Oh I still God. haven't beaten that. And it's like, but do I have a hundred hours? No. Do I? I don't even have enough time to play through Ori, which I need to freaking play. I've played that yet either. Oh, Ori's like an amazing. <laughs> I, 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 I started Ori one on the Xbox back in the day, and I had two different versions. And now I got the ver- the def- definitive edition on the Switch, and it's like, all right, I need to actually play and beat it. And London, you know, she wanted me to start it up. Um, and then when that happened, then then she wanted to play Mario three D World. So, um. Luckily, she got back into Roblox again, so I can start focusing on some fun stuff. But <laughs> it's Amara 3D World's fun too. But we started our own save, co-op save, and it's interesting. Amara 3D World, going back to it because mm-hmm. I, I did miss last episode when you talked about it. That was one of those things where I played. Ba- I bought it for Bowser's Fury, and I played Bowser's Fury, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was like, oh, we were snowed in. Like we we had a massive blizzard that day, and I'm like, well. Uh, I might as well just mess around with 3D World, and I wound up like 
hundred percenting except for Champions Road, 3D World again. And it was, it was so much faster the second time. And they did speed it up for the Switch, and it was just fun. I was like, wow, this is just so such a blast. It was it was mindless and just a, a fun experience. Well, and I love <laughs> love the level layouts. Like yeah, I just like that they're short. Like I mean, like I said, I've been having like ten minutes or so at night, and I'll just play a level or two. And I can get through a couple levels, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go to bed now. Um, but it's like, it's so fun to do. It's a perfect game on the Switch. Bowser's Fury was a blast. I mean, I loved it. Once I beat Bowser the first time, I didn't go back and get the rest of the cat shines yet. Oh, I because, did that. Yeah, I mean, but I have no time. See, yeah, that's that the key. Yeah, I don't have time. So <laughs> there's that. Like, I just, like, I really don't. It's If I did that, then uh, we wouldn't be shipping. Because it wouldn't have got done. Because I, I literally, last weekend, had to sit for six hours straight to get every single order that somehow wouldn't import into our warehouse's website. And, and had to manually create all of them. I had spent six hours doing that on Saturday, and I was exhausted afterward. And then... Guess what I did Sunday? The taxes. Because I got to go to the taxes. On, we have to go to the tax on Saturday morning. I have to go get my taxes done. So last week I went through, and I have Hagen's Alley Books and Premium Edition Games. And I had to go through every single month, every single expense, every single earning, and document it all to make sure how much we earn versus how much we spent. Um, we spend a lot for premium because, you know, now that the games are in hand, um, we should... Hopefully everybody's uh, ready to uh, get some cool games. Um, but it's it was literally that, and then had to go back in and fix something in the database, and then Barry found out. Oh yeah, by the way, they're not going to uh, the the shipping tracking is not going to be automatic. So we're gonna have to get to all of you customers individually, which is gonna be so um, intimate, right? <laughs> That is a very strange choice of words, uh, Jeff. Um, Try to make it as weird as possible. <laughs> I think you already did. Congratulations. Yep. You're welcome. I'm here for you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you saw, but somebody on Twitter was talking about JP giving hugs and extra special hugs to every copy of every game. So, um, <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me at all. Um, very interesting. But... That being said, though, I really had no time, and it sucks, and I want more time, and I might have to, like, pull a Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory and start scheduling out my days and be like, all right, today I'm going to play Nintendo Switch games, <laughs> and I then hope you schedule bathroom breaks and like force yourself to use those that time. I mean, that's why they have catheters, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's, uh, that's the thing though, is that like, I get so ingrained in making stuff for Switch for premium that it's like, I lose track and I'm like, oh, it's been another week and I haven't played any Switch games. It's like, man, I really have no time, but I want to play games, but I love doing what we do. So, and then I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, Switch Collector Volume 2. I need to get that out too. (laughs) Can't forget about that. (laughs) Like everybody supported that too. And I've been working on that too. And it's there's still a lot of reviews to go. Um, I think Barry, you owe me a bunch, um, <laughs> and I owe me a bunch too. And we've been waiting on a lot of the contributors too to give us uh, reviews. Crazy though, right? It never ends. Mm-hmm. 
See, so you gotta cut the Bravely default down by half and, and get some Switch Collector reviews done, Barry. <laughs> yeah, you know what they, they did to me? They did the Cardinal Sin to me in Bravely Default, too. Oh. I'm bopping along and everything's great, and then they introduced a card game halfway through the game with oh. collectible cards and people you could challenge and i'm like oh no don't do this to me i love uh, card games within games <laughs> like we did evil land and i'm like i got all the cards i love the card uh-huh. game and, and trails of cold steel i love the, the, the magic card game in there so i'm like oh no you're doing this to me why why are you throwing this to me mid-game <laughs> you, you, you know i've still purposely not bought trails of cold steel three or four just for the fact that i know that i don't have time to play it so good so it's a good trend that's a good um a good segue though because we're at the fourth year of the Switch, like, just finished, right? Yep. We're on year five. The Switch is now collectible. And so my collecting mentality is actually going to shoot myself in the foot. Because, like, it's to the point now where I'm like, oh, Ease 9 is about to come out on the Switch in, like, July. Um, I want to play Ease 8. I look online. Oh, it's only over $100 now on eBay. Like, What? Like there are Switch games now, like that were at retail, that are jumping up in price, like almost double retail at this point. Yep. Um, not to, not even talking the limited print stuff, like the small batch prints. Not even talking about that stuff. I'm talking about trying to get Ease Eight. Um, and luckily, old Doctor Barry helped me out and and got me a. He said, "Oh, by the way, there's the UK version," and I'm. Looking over at my Ease Origins, and I'm like, oh, I got a, a version that's not US for Ease Origin. I'm good. Because I did get a double, but I already played Ease Origin, but I did get the limited run version, which is ESRB later. But I'm like, eh, I already played this one. So, so you, you want to talk about an expensive game that went to retail? No. Attack on <laughs> Titan 2. Oh, um, yeah? The Attack on Titan 2. The last new one sold for two hundred and twenty nine ninety nine, oh and the last God. final battle sold for two hundred and twenty five dollars. So think about that. That's like getting as bad as CIB complete in box NES games and Super yeah. Nintendo games. It's getting yeah. like that. And we're only we're still in year five. They're still making new games. And so for me, being someone who's like collects and buys the games that I really are must plays, then it goes to my freaking backlog. Um, but then I wait on stuff and it's like, man, that could kick myself in the butt because like I haven't gotten Bayonetta 2 yet. I haven't got, there's some games I haven't gotten and I'm like, man, if they go out of stock, I'm screwed. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to hunt, which actually I, I do like hunting for games that was like my favorite thing to do back in the day was garage sale hunting like i was mentioning oh, about yeah so it's like it'll be fun to try to hunt for stuff that i don't have i did well for the first year or two to document like what games i needed and now i got a book for that for year one at least um and about to have one for the first half of year two um People have asked yeah. if we're going to reprint one. Yes, we will reprint volume one. Um, probably also when we do the volume three uh, Kickstarter campaign in the future, we'll offer all three volumes and probably any combination that people want. So that way those who missed out on one can get it. Like I, There's been 20, 30 people like a day asking Barry like on my email because I, I get a back in stock and I'm like, well, it's, it's good, but I want to make it available. <laughs> but... Yeah, there's just so many good games. Like, it's ridiculous. Speaking of good games, <clears throat> we have two releasing, you know, and shipping here just shortly. Hmm, and what uh, ones? 
we uh, what ones? What 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 Super Blood Hockey and Pigeon Dev Games Collection? Oh, of cheesy, of course, cheesy. And, and we we yeah, <clears throat> we we asked in uh, our Discord. Yeah, we we said to everybody, you know, I made an announcement. Uh, so if you're not in our Discord, this is your reminder. Please come to our Discord and you mm-hmm. can be part of the show. I said that since shipping's about to happen and we're recording a new episode, which we obviously are, we want you all to be a part of the show. Ooh. So if everyone could go over to our channel, we have a Switch Mania Playcast channel, and let us know how excited you are and what you think um, the, the bonus item's going to be and what you're going to be playing first, if you're going to ch- do the uh, challenge. Uh, we want to hear from you, and we will read it on the show. So I think right now we can do a nice transition to, to let's let's hear from from our fellow. You're talking about the people emailing you for mm-hmm. the book. Let's hear from our fellow gamers that are excited about our games. Our Discordians. Our Discordians. Discordians. That sounds like an instrument. <clears throat> so um, we have Schlib said, "Can't wait to get the first game from you guys." And I know I have to wait a bit longer for it, but I'm super hyped for the awesome Pigeon Dev Steelbook. So Zeb's going to be getting Super Blood Hockey and is going to wait for Pigeon Dev. But that's great. I'm glad he's excited. Iron Maiden, or Iron Madden, actually. Iron Madden? (laughs) Iron Madden. Said, definitely looking forward to trying out Super Blood Hockey when it arrives. Going to certainly attempt the bonus challenge, good, when I find out what it is. And will definitely submit the Twitch VOD when I complete it. Wouldn't really know what the bonus item could be with the games. Perhaps sticker sheets inside the cases. Hmm. That's an interesting option. Uh, either way, looking forward to the currently announced titles and the f- all future releases from Premium Edition games. Well, Thank you. I will well. say, Iron Madden, that we are not doing stickers because we in- initially had announced that we were doing stickers and we decided against it because it would have increased the price of the games like significantly to add a sticker. So we're like... We, we we need to find a sticker guy. That's what we need. We need a guy. We need a guy for that. Now, uh, like, so interestingly enough is one of the main things we always find out is you never take the first price. The first price for it was insane, and we were like, okay, um, we want to get this game out. We'll pause on stickers right now inside the case. Um including it later, like, on the side, not expensive. But going in the case, it was like, oh, my gosh. How many thousand dollars do you want for this? No, thank you. Okay, we're going to go with something even cooler. And we found something way cooler. (laughs) So, so, no stickers there. But uh, JTech Priest said, I won't get Pigeon Dev until the Steelbook is ready, so I'll be playing Super Blood Hockey to get that challenge badge as soon as possible. Can't wait to see what nifty bonus there will be there. I have no idea what the bonus item is, but with JP and the rest of the team, I bet it's awesome. Oh, mm. it is awesome. I'll tell mm-hmm. you that. And uh, another person waiting for that steelbook. That steelbook is a seller, I tell you. I, I did it myself. I got the retro. So yeah, I'm and waiting. talk about cost, man. Steelbooks are expensive. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, because, you know, we're, we're a small, t- we're, we're going to be the small guys, people. Like, we always will be. Like, because, I mean, we're going slow. Like we said, we're doing it about, we're about the passion, we're about the hobby. But, like, our next steelbook will be with uh, a robot named Fight. And we're only going to do one per series. Series one is, you know, the two games that we're shipping. Um, and its reasoning be- behind it is because it's, like, it's it's pretty expensive to do some, some steelbooks. Um, but, like, we're just normal people, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's go on. We have uh, Aunt, Aunt Bassie said, I can't find. 
I can't find Sit. I guess I can't wait to, to get my copy of Super Blood Hockey. But I wanted to keep it closed because I have the game on the eShop. But now that you put the cards and stuff inside it, I have to open it. That's the idea. Mm. That's mm. what we wanted. Well, I mean, it, it really is all up to people. I know JP always jokingly said, well, you got to buy two now, one seal and one open. But <laughs> to me, I mean... The developers put so much time into their games. It's great that people will open them to play them. Um, if you open it just to do the challenge, cool. Like, that's awesome because it gets you engaged. You can see what the developer, you know, has in store for you. Because <laughs> some of them, like I said before, we had to tailor them back because they're going crazy. I've been going back and forth with one of our future games. That's unannounced. And I'm like, uh, they'll never be able to do that. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but they're like, oh, well, what about this? I'm like, oh, that's ridiculous. But it's doable. Like, with enough time and effort, we could get that done. And I could see Barry trying to cheese that. And I'm like, ooh, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cheese it. But it's, it's just hilarious, though. And, and it's going to be interesting to see, like, if anybody is able to, like, do some weird ways to get these challenges that we have. And um, I I mean, I am looking at the best way to uh, ship out the patches, too. It's going to be fun. Definitely. Uh, so we then had uh, Landon Win 27. So I'm super excited to receive Super Blood Hockey. We're super excited for you to get it. Uh, I plan on doing a YouTube video with an unboxing and another Perler piece for the game once it arrives. Hold on, hold on. Was he the one that did the giant Super Blood Hockey Perler? Uh, He might have been. Yeah, it was so cool. It was like a giant Perler. That was awesome. Uh, He said, I will also be playing the game multiplayer with my brother, and attempting the challenge. That's great. I love when games bring families together. Uh, my guess on the bonus item is an NES-style dust sleeve for the game case. Mm. So, that's an interesting guess. Yes, no, <laughs> we don't know. Um, but I just did the uh, Dark Crystal Chamberlain. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Chamberlain! <laughs> I do love that he's Going to, be, going to be playing this with his brother. Yeah, I'm absolutely awesome. looking forward to watching the YouTube video for sure. I want to see your your reaction as you unbox Super Blood Hockey, and I hope you enjoy it very much so. Well, and, and the key is, is that if you let us know on, and these are all posted on our, you know, the Premium Edition Games Discord, where, where we have a channel for Switch Mania Playcast. Um, if you post it over there, though, like, if we're available, like if I'm not sitting here, like or while I'm working on editing, I'll watch. Barry will watch. Like we'll we'll engage and we'll we'll come check you out. It's really cool and you know seeing the games in motion. I mean, especially Super Blood Hockey. Like Loren Lemke, like the creator, loves interacting with people. Um, can't get a beat on Pigeon Dev, but she doesn't speak or read English, so I feel I feel bad. Like our goal is to uh, try to get her more involved too. <laughs> the shame we we can't uh and then not in that room but right after i made that announcement uh slopes game room says these look stunning so i couldn't agree more these absolutely do look stunning oh yes uh, dj slope he is a really cool dude uh, dan and he um also did a advertisement on one of his videos uh, a few months ago for for our games which was really cool thank you slopes game room that's awesome yeah yeah he's a really cool dude and i love watching his videos his videos are like controversial and craziness they're so fun if you if you you know first off thank you everybody that commented and if you want to hear 
what you say on the next episode. We encourage you to go in that channel. We want to hear from you. Tell mm-hmm. us what you think, not only about this episode, about the things we talked about, but just anything premium, anything you want to say, we'll, we'll read it out. We'll do little segments for that. So absolutely, absolutely. we want you to be a part of the show, too. <laughs> I love how we jump all around the play, guys. It's so fun. <laughs> like, it's craziness. But yeah, it's been um, it's been wild. Appreciate everybody's support. Like, I still have to say, like, we are overwhelmed and blown away by the support of the pre-orders like i mean essentially like you're putting your trust in us and as i said from day one no matter what we're shipping out the games like that's happening um and jp now really realizes that that's happening (laughs) i mean it's it's happening you guys have them in hand i i can't say i do i'm waiting for my copy oh it's happening you're order one barry you were i am order one for super when we when we tested the website (laughs) barry was the first order so he's order one everyone absolutely (laughs) the very first order and and you know what i wanted to show my support right there at the beginning when we were testing the night Mm -hmm. before the night before we went live. Yep. I was like, all right, let's do this. You know, <laughs> why should we test weeks in advance before going live? We tested the night before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we would never do that, Barry. We would never, ever do that again or continually. Nope. Never. Ever. You know what the definition of insanity is, right, Barry? Yes, absolutely. What, what is it? Same thing and expecting a different result. <laughs> same thing over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> uh it is funny. Like that might be what JP's doing right now is the day before shipping working on things. Hmm. <laughs> well, might be. Or he's tweeting, which is probably what he's really doing. But <laughs> he's JP after all. Classic. Got a tweet. Yeah. Um, exactly. So, did you want to do the recap of what what we planned on talking about last time? But because <laughs> I wasn't there, you guys decided not to, and save for this time. <laughs> <laughs> that's true we didn't um yeah i mean we have we've had a nintendo direct to talk about and then we're gonna go into a couple other newsworthy things such as rumors and other things so it'll be fun so um the nintendo direct i think we, I, I i could just list what happened because i know we're already like an hour into the episode or so mm-hmm. yeah. i could list what was announced and then we could just talk you, you're just our favorite things and what we really liked. Yeah, just like uh, we'll we'll pause on anything that's super interesting and we'll chat about it. Yeah. So the first thing announced, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Pyra and Mithra are joining mm-hmm. Smash. In fact, they're live now. They are, they're already in Smash with yep. the new spirits. This was my number one wanted fighter, so I was giddy as could be. Oh, um, like a schoolgirl, I bet. Like a schoolgirl. I screamed like a little schoolgirl. Um, I was super happy. So that, that was the best way to open it up. The direct was done. That could have been the whole direct. I would have been happy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was uh I was all right with it. I mean, I know you love Xenoblade, so I knew you'd freak out about it. Um I'm okay with it. I'm not against it. It's good to have a second character from the series. Yeah, absolutely. Actually three now because you get two of them. It's it's the whole Zelda chic type of situation. Yep. Finally getting the changing character back. But yeah, um, very underrepresented series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw somebody like Xenoblade already has like ten characters and stages, and we know Xenoblade is not Fire Emblem. Get the yeah, look of yeah, it's not the same game at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we have Full Guys Ultimate Knockout is coming to the Switch this summer. Mm-hmm. So uh, the honestly, I think my daughter's gonna love that game. Oh, definitely. It's it's a no brainer. I'm I'm shocked it took this long for Fall Guys to get on the Switch. 
Yeah, really. It's really weird. And we'll probably see a physical, probably from like a, um, what, like Special Reserve or someone, because I think they're kind of involved with them. The PS4, did that have a physical? I don't think so. I don't know. I, but think I, I thought that Special Reserve was involved with Special like... Res- it's um Devolver. Yeah, so it is, is Special Reserve. I mean, I, they they should just for preservation purposes, but it is a very online savvy game, so maybe not. I don't know. Probably not. I mean, it would be like us. Like, I want to put out that um, the game with Paimon, whatever that game was that we were talking about before that I haven't played since then. Um, Genshin Impact. Um, but, like, it's a free-to-play. Why would you put a free-to-play on a cartridge? So um, so then we had the Outer Wilds, which is coming this mm-hmm. summer. Um, another game I'm really excited about, the Famicom Detective Club. There's two versions of that game, two different games, coming on May 14th. I'm That's super a, excited. Like, I'm not a big fan of that genre of games but i remember back in the day when they finally translated those for the famicom disc system and also game center cx you know like the classic japanese game show that has like 20 seasons um they did a retro game master on the nintendo ds and then they did a second game the second game actually has a brand new version it's it was and it was translated into english by fan trans fans um but they have a version of that too so it's like a tribute to those detective games and they're cool they're point click style um then if you like point point click adventures like those are are classic absolutely i grew up with them so i'm i'm all for it Mm -hmm. um then we have samurai warriors 5 coming this summer uh, another classic, Legend of Mana, is coming on June twenty fourth. Uh, love that game. I that's love a, the that's Mana a Love game. I didn't play much of. Like I was, because that's that was what PS two, PS one, PS one. Yeah, like I don't think I ever had the opportunity to play it. Um, I'm gonna get it because I love the Mana series. Um, really cool. Yeah, I love the fact that that's coming back. Uh, then they showed off Monster Hunter Rise. Which is mm-hmm. obviously coming March twenty sixth, just around the corner. You know what's um, funny about that is we were trying with the with the premium group to like get together and play online together. And by the time I got it, or I was trying to get it, it was off the eShop. I couldn't download well, it. Well, there's a new demo now. Ah, oh, son of. Went live tonight. In fact, that when I was on the switch earlier, I got the notification that my old demo was updated to the new one. Oh. But there's a new- well, maybe we can try again, and you guys can try to sell me on this Monster oh, Hunter. I, I, like, I can't play Monster Hunter. It just okay. not click with. So um, yeah, like you know, I tried, and I just played it. I was like, ah, this sucks. Because the first time I played it, I had the maxed friend glitch, and JP was like, oh, there's no problem with it. Like he immediately was like in the group was like, oh no, it's it's there's no issues. Nobody's reported. It. I'm like, I'm reporting it now. And then there ends up being a a known glitch if your friends list is maxed out, which mine is. Um, it with the new network code because Nintendo is finally switching over from their 10 plus year old network code. That's been outdated and it was checking for windows 98, by the way. Um, (laughs) it's, um, yeah, that's real. That's a real story. Um, but it's because they were doing that. They didn't have the bugs out yet. And so once I deleted a few friends, sad time, um, then it worked. So, and then I played it, and I played it for a little bit, and I was like, oh, I don't get it. Um, I get it, but I don't have the time to pour into it either. <laughs> There's just so much to it. And if it's one of those that if you really get into it and you understand and you figure out all the controls, you're going to get a great game. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, it's, it's a steep learning curve. Yes. And I don't have the time like you like just to, to really sink into that. 
well, to learn and it. your time goes into the genres that are your are your draw. What yeah. really what really turns you on, Mean Gene? Um, <laughs> it's a Hulk Hogan reference, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in reality, it's like if you're gonna spend that many hours into something, it's like if it doesn't click with you, okay, time to move on. I got a thousand other games. That's exactly what I do with games now. If a game doesn't click with me mm. within the first couple hours, I just move on. Oh, you give it hours. I wish I had hours. <laughs> well, it depends. If it doesn't click with me within the first ten to fifteen minutes, I'm already off. But if it's one of those where it's like. Maybe let me see how it goes. I, I give a game a chance if it's if I'm yeah. liking it enough. Um, then uh, so moving on, well, we had Mario mm-hmm. Golf Super Rush was announced. Yeah. It's coming June 25th. New Mario I Golf. Am, I am looking forward to Mario Golf, not yes, Mario. Mario Golf. golf. It's just I, funny as I, it was somewhere. JP was like, "Oh, it's you're the one saying it wrong," and I just posted the Mario Three commercial with like Mario. Mario, or and then you could just post Mario sixty four words. It's a me, Mario. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like you all know you're crazy over in the East Coast. It's okay. It's um, it's a Jersey thing. It's it's absolutely. just the way, and also the eighties. You know, we didn't have the proper way to pronounce a lot of those things. And you never watch TV. Like, yeah, it's. <laughs> um, but the irony is though is that Mario Golf is an amazing experience. I had NES open back in the day in my collection. And so I played the heck out of that. Um, and then later, playing it, uh, Mario Golf on the 64 was really fun. So I never got into any of the ones in between that, which is weird because you think I would have got the GameCube one and all the other stuff, but I never did. But this version I am really looking forward to. That being said, I still haven't bought Mario Tennis. So I probably should before it's $120 or something. You but. probably <laughs> Probably. It, it's a Mario game, so Damn it's it. going to command value down the yeah. road. Well, it, well, they'll never drop the price either. Um, but oh, no. I, I, I do think Mario Super Rush is going to be crazy because I think we could play online, but you like literally are running, like Ninja Golf. Like you're running from T to T like as you shoot. So like the faster you complete the level you get points or something somehow so I, it would just be super crazy for parties and couch co-op and if there's an online mode with the new network code i mean who knows maybe in our discord we could start a switch mania um pl- let's play with with uh listeners could be fun mm-hmm. uh, speaking of fun we go on to tales from the borderlands that's coming on march 24th mm-hmm. that's a telltale yeah, yeah the capcom arcade stadium which i know you and i both actually had some chance with yeah. Available and for free. And for a short time, you had Ghost and Goblins for free, but that's no longer free. Oh, yeah. JP and I talked about it a little bit last week. Um, I dig it. It's just like with uh, NES and Super Nintendo where you can rewind stuff, which is very nice when you're playing the free shoot 'em up uh, 1943 that it gives you. Um, did you know that the replicates they announced 1942 and 1943 like a week after it went for free on the Capcom arcade. Oh yeah. man. So replicate are these tiny little arcades and they're really cool. I love them. I someday I have Dragon's Lair and I just got Asteroids and I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll get like all of them that I can find. I missed a few that are out of stock." But then I'm like, "Oh, they just did 1943, but I can play it on my Switch perfectly with a rewind." Yeah, like no I'm good because they're like a hundred bucks a piece. So they're, yeah, but it's it's perfect arcade, and you don't have to take up half your house with like three arcade machines. Um, <laughs> so there is that. I do like that part. They're neat, but 
yeah, I just like that I'm going against the boss and he somehow kills me and I just hit a button real quick, reset real fast. That is awesome. And I'm not going to be one to talk smack on the playcast saying, I just mastered 1943 when I used to rewind the whole time. Like, no, it's just fun. (laughs) It's just for fun. Exactly. Uh, Speaking of fun, Stubbs the Zombie and Rebel Without a Pulse, Mm. an old Xbox game coming on March 16th, so that's just next (laughs) week. Holy crap, next week. Is it coming to retail or is it coming? There is a co- physical collector's edition. Yeah. I don't know if there's going to be a retail version. I, I bought the so. collector's edition because it's $150. Uh, so. Cool, not 150 cool, but yeah. maybe 100 bucks cool. Because I like $100 for a cool game, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with. I mean, heck, that's what we charge. Like We're going to try to keep all of ours at that or lower, if we can, unless we're doing something ridiculous. And there are some ridiculous items in that Stubbs collection. Um, I love the game, though. On the Xbox is really cool. It could really use a remastering, so it's it's so fun though, just running around and eating people. It's ridiculous, and uh, I have it on. I have my Xbox still hooked up because I have it hacked with um like Retro Pie or Coin Ops. I think is what it was called on back in the day before there was pies and all that stuff. I have Coin Ops on there, and there's a version of Stubbs the Zombie, and my daughter was playing it, but it's so blurry even with the the upscaler and everything. It's just I don't have all of the optimal Frame Meister stuff and all the different RGB outs and everything, so I just use a, a cheaper HDMI adapter. And it's, you know, through that coin ops thing, so it's probably not optimally. But my daughter was enjoying it, so you know, playing on the matters. Switch is gonna be amazing playing on the Switch. It's gonna be so cool. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh so then we have No More Heroes Three, which is coming August twenty seventh. <laughs> In space. In space. <laughs> I can't He's wait. Mow the lawn. That's so funny. And the thing is, is didn't No More Heroes one and two get announced by our friends at Limited Ruin Games? Yes, it did. Yes, they're getting. Did they put them one. both on one cartridge? No, the two separate. Cartridges. Damn them! Like why? Why they did that to us? The Blaster Master Zero one and two, and then what happened to that one, Barry? There's a third one announced, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, so that is so crazy, though, that they're still putting the games out individually. That being said, they were released individually on the Wii, um, and it really depends. I'm okay with it because, you know, being behind the scenes, you can see, and, like, those games probably would be a, a bigger card, which costs a lot more, mind you, everyone. So them putting it on two different games for a highly 3D 3D game, I understand. The retro games like Blaster Master Zero 1 and 2, no excuses, like, at all. But No More Heroes 1 and 2, yes, that makes sense to release those individually. And I, I probably won't get the crazy, crazy collector stuff, but the I think there's, like, what, slipcases that build a picture or something? Um, the two things they build, the, the spines build a picture. That's kind of cool. And if you buy the two-pack, you get a flag, and they have nice steelbooks, so I'm going to have to get the collectors for those steelbooks. <laughs> you you are a, um, a steelbook snob, so that is true. <laughs> I, I am. Um, so speaking of uh, moving on with that, we have Neon White, which is coming winter 2021. That's like a first-person card thing. Not mm. my type of game, but Mm-mm. it's there. Speaking of not my dub game, DC Superhero Girls Teen Power is coming on June um, 4th, and that is actually published by Nintendo. Published by Nintendo is the interesting part, which means it'll have a level of polish. The uh, only way I'm going to buy it is if my daughter wants it. And guarantee you it's going to be fun. It's probably going to be like the Game Boy Color games where you have like Wendy every which way, which is essentially 
playing Metal Storm on the NES. Like, it really is. It's, like, hilarious. Whereas everybody's a fan of Metal Storm. Uh, and it's a pretty obscure mech shooter that commands a high price. And then people are like, oh, this Wendy game's garbage. Like, have you played Metal Storm? Like, it's almost the same game with different abilities. It's even yeah. more in-depth than that. They just got a kids, like, a Casper license. Like. Yeah. So that's what we could see with this DC superheroes is like depending what kind of genre is it? Is it a beat 'em up or something? I think it's a beat 'em up. Yeah. So I mean, it could be solid, and everybody's gonna be like, "Um, I'm embarrassed, but I like this game." (laughs) But uh, then we have Plants vs Zombies: Battle for Neighborville Mm. Complete Edition is coming March nineteenth. Uh, a, a 3DS port I didn't see coming, Metopia, is coming <laughs> yeah. May 21st, which opens the door for more 3DS ports. Which is so weird because Nintendo has really not talked about the Miis. Um, yeah. Weird. But, but my uh, daughter loved Metopia and she got it a little bit later because she was creating so many Miis on her Switch that we bought Metopia used on the 3DS. So she's now not interested in Miis anymore, but I do catch her changing her characters on my on her switch every once in a while uh then an announcement for the super mario themed items to animal mm-hmm. crossing new uh, horizons which uh are out now you can yep. purchase those they are not going away like everything else in the Yay. 31st so uh pick up those items and make a mario themed item <gasps> or do we need Oops. to do some mario mario 35 mario 35 yeah that's, that's going away soon Did we, have we done an episode on mario 35 i, I thought we did maybe we didn't we probably oh, need to, if we haven't, we need to do some, right before it goes off, we need to do a, a roll-up of the 35th anniversary and talk about the Mario. The Mario. Um, then a brand new uh, title from the Octopath team called Project Triangle Strategy, which means mm-hmm. it's just going to be called Triangle Strategy. Mm-hmm. It's coming in 2022. There is a demo available and then a survey. We um, call I that, how do we come up with the dumbest name possible collection? Because yeah. that's all of them. I mean, Bravely Default was the same thing, right? Like, they're like, let's call it Brave Project Bravely Default, and then it turned into a series. And I don't think it was Project Bravely. I think it was just Bravely Default. And then, yeah, it's like a default title. And then, and then like, then they did Octopath Traveler. That's a weirder name than Bravely Default. Now they're like, Project Triangle Strategy. <laughs> well, Bravely Default is based on the, the whole moves of braving and defaulting. Well, they worked that into it, and now that you can justify it based on the story. <laughs> but uh but yeah i i played it I, it's not for me i'm not a huge strategy rpg fan mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if you like final fantasy tactics and those type of games you know then definitely give it a try demos up there absolutely um, not for me <laughs> <laughs> there's a brief thing for star wars hunters which is coming sometime in 2021 it's an it's like That's an cool. online star wars game uh there's Knockout City coming on May 21st that is a like a dodgeball an online dodgeball game from EA Interesting, interesting. And also, um, it was an EA, like the, the indie EA thing, but it's actually mm-hmm. made by the team that did Mario Kart Live. Oh. Uh, which is cool. Um, a game I'm super excited about, World World's End Club, is coming on May 28th. <laughs> um, that game World looks End great. Club. I, I love the Zero Escape games, and, and I can't wait for this. Uh, strangely, there was an announcement for a physical release with Hades getting specifically a physical release on May 9th, um, yeah. March 19th, which is awesome because I waited. I'm, I'm excited about it because there were so many times where I'm like, man, it's getting all these game of the years. 
I 100% need to buy this digitally because maybe it won't get a physical. And then they did that, and I'm like, I'm glad I waited. Because yes. <laughs> yes. no time Jeff, no time Barry. Like, we were playing all this other <laughs> stuff. Like, Hades, I've heard, is amazing, and I have no doubt. Um, and it's one of the ways to do rogue-like correct. Like, there's you have to have enough meat on the stick and enough progression. It's like, I mean, Robot Named Fight is also a roguelike, and it gives you enough meat on the stick. Hades, I've heard, does something similar, where they're giving you enough to keep you wanting to play one more time. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of difficult games to play one more time, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection is coming on Yay. June 10th, and it does have a physical, but it's Asia only. It's up for pre-order now. Asia yeah. only, not U.S. I saw that our our partner Video yes. Games Plus, who does our distribution, um, and they do a lot of really affordable international shipping, uh, they have it up for pre-order. So it's a it's a way to get it without getting nailed for shipping. On yeah, I uh, I actually did give them an order for that already. So yeah. uh, I recommend you do that if you want it. And I think uh, it's going to be the Wii U version of three as well, right? It's the Razor's. Edge. Yeah, yeah, Razor's Edge, Better. which which they um they took three, which was actually highly criticized Ninja Gaiden three, and they uh, reworked it for the the Wii U with a little bit of classic like like kind of Batman Arkham Asylum Armored Edition, and they put a little gimmick in there, but they also reworked the difficulty a little to make it a little more balanced, like Part Two and Part Part One is brutal. Um, oh. Part Part Two is the best in the series. And then part three, but the Wii U version was a close well, they, second. They did bring it um, to 360 and PS3 after the Wii U. Like that's it good. was like a timed exclusivity. That's good. But that is the version. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. so that's awesome. I I'm happy that we're we're getting a trilogy. Hopefully, it's all on one cart. I probably won't. Well, it, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> it probably won't be. I just say that because they're they're if they're remastered properly, they're going to be big. We'll see. I hope that. Fingers crossed that they are, man. Fingers crossed. I want them all in one cart. Yes, me too. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is getting an expansion pass this <sighs> yeah. through this year, which excites me. Give me an anxiety uh, pass because I haven't beaten it yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, one of my gonna... games I'm looking at because uh, I got something cool. I got something cool in the mail that I, we didn't talk about that I, I have to look at my games now. They're in my immediate backlog. Oh. Uh, Saga Frontier Remaster was announced on April 15th. That mm-hmm. is getting an Asian physical uh, on the Switch. It was supposed to get an Asian physical on PS4 as well, but that actually just got canceled last night. So mm. there's no PS4 physical now. It is Switch only. So if you want to physically Woo-hoo. get those orders in, hopefully it won't cancel that one, but I have a feeling that one will be harder to get because the P- there's no PS4. So everyone who wanted PS4 is now going to get the Switch version. Oh darn! Um, <laughs> now the they did announce that Skyward Sword HD is coming on July sixteenth. The along big with one. Zelda Joy Cons. Um, uh, those Joy-Cons Zelda Joy Cons went up and sold out immediately before I could even see the posts. So that was great. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited about Skyward Sword. Like, there's so many people that hate on it, and honestly. I did not like playing it on the Wii because it wasn't as accurate as I would have liked it to be. But now you can use the right analog stick to do the sword swipes, which is freaking amazing. And I know the game is huge. It's involved. I got no time, but I want to play it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
that is one I might revisit again. Oh, I did play oh. and beat it on the Wii, and, and yeah. I didn't really have as much problems with it. But I'm if I replay it, I'm most likely gonna try with the like the Pro Controller. I'm not gonna sit there with the Joy Cons. Um, oh, absolutely not gonna use the Joy Cons. I'm gonna I'm gonna play with the controller. But I'm glad that that's an option, so you mm-hmm. have to play the way you want to. I'm I'm very happy that there are games that offer options. Just like I think Mario Golf is probably going to have motion control. Yeah, it does. It has motion yeah. control. I'm not going to use those, but I'm glad that it has those. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize like more options is better. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to use it, but someone else might want to, and therefore it makes the game more accessible. I mean, so so speaking of options, there was one thing. One major issue I had with Mario 3D World, and it was playing those damn touchscreen levels on the TV. I had no problem with it. Like, I hated having to press the R button and move around in order to hit the little buttons. It was only, like, that one area where you had to climb up, and that mm -hmm. that gave me a little issue. But I like that they made the platforms that you had to blow on automatically move now. That was fine, but the touch one sucked without using it in handheld mode. Handheld mode was fine. You could touch them. But playing them on my kiosk was frustrating. And if you don't use something that has gyro controls, it's even worse. So, like, oh. if you're using the... I have my 8-bit Super Nintendo controller. D- oh. Not even playable. Um, or, yeah. I was using a Pro Controller, so I didn't really have problems because I it's motion, you know. Uh, the, it's still not as accurate as I would have liked. It no, wasn't but fun. It, it wasn't it was fun. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't fun. So I would, that was my only thing. So when they do stuff like that, if as long as it's done like one-to-one, like I'm assuming that the Joy-Con for Mario Golf and the sword swinging with Skyward Sword is going to be you know done as programmed, which will be great. Mm-hmm. And then, the, then it, uh, the Direct ended with Splatoon 3 coming sometime in 2022 <laughs> with a really rocking trailer. You know what I'm hoping? You know what I'm hoping for? You mentioned Miitopia. You know what I really yes. want? Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort combo. That'd be great. I want, I want drunk. Just, uh, I want drunk Wii bowling. <laughs> like, like I say that because we used to back in the day, you know, a long time ago, like sixteen years ago, we used to do strikes that. and spares. That's already there. It's on Clubhouse Games. You have bowling. It's not as great. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's not. Close enough. <laughs> you nah. will like it. You will enjoy it. <laughs> I don't like Clubhouse games. It was one of my worst games oh. of the year. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Boo. there. You got to play it if you want your bowling on Switch. <laughs> but then, then we did get a, another show. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it. The New mm-hmm. Games Plus Expo. Definitely did not watch it. So let's. Uh, I'll react live on the Blakecast, everyone. On Whoa. The- All right. So there was a bunch <laughs> of games announced. Uh, these are just the Switch ones, but there were a few games that I won't mention here, but they, they were for other systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, the breakdown that I have um, goes by publisher. So I'll break it down by publisher. Um, so first off is NIS America. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> NIS America, very, very consumer friendly here. Um, doing a lot of stuff we're doing too. Um, first thing, Suda 51's first game with Grasshopper Studios, the Silver Case, as <laughs> well as the 25th Ward, are getting remastered with additional stuff for the Switch as a combo pack. Both games, same card. Nice. Uh, Stranger of Swords, uh, Sword City, which used to was a Vita game originally, and Saviors of the Sapphire City will release March 16th, so just next week. Again, another double pack. Two games. And, like, I know nothing about these games, and I'm going to probably start seeing them on shelves or on 
Vine, and I'm gonna be like, "What is this game? What is?" I'm gonna have to like Google them, look them up, because um, yeah, I don't know any of these titles. It's so yeah, cool, though. Well, Silver Case, it's suited fifty one. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's like a like a detective game, but it's suited fifty one, so it's crazy. And, so it's gonna be wild <laughs> and insane, and as long as I know it's a suited fifty one, I'll probably buy it. So yeah, it's it's, it's uh, and it's Stranger Sword City RPG. Uh, then nice. Trails of Cold Steel Four is coming to the Switch on April 9th. So excited mm-hmm. for that one for all you people to play it. See, and I, I I know so little that I thought three and four were already out, and I'm like avoiding them. And four ain't even out yet. Are on the PS4. <laughs> yeah, last year for the Switch, and is coming this year for the Switch. Yeah, and I mean they're just lots of hours. You've you've intimidated me about how many hours do you put into it. <laughs> yes, so like, but oh, it's I'm, so worth it. Uh, Poison Control is a, a scrolling shooter that's going to come Ooh. on the, April 13th. Are these uh, all coming to retail or are they just yes, going to be these on are, Everyone here is, uh, with NAS is a retail release. Nice. Um, R-Type Final 2 is coming so April cool. 30th. Uh, Disgaea 6, which they've showed up before, is June 29th. And Disgaea is more e- strategy, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's a strategy. Damn. Role Damn. Uh, Ease 9 is now going to be <sighs> in the summer. <laughs> I want that one so bad. I want that one so bad. And, and then a really cool summer release. Um, NIS America is doing a line of remasters. We were just talking about remasters mm-hmm. for the Switch called Prinny Presents NIS Classics Volume 1. And because it's called Volume 1, we know there's more coming. True. And uh, the first one is going to be Soul Nomad and The World Eaters from 2007 and Phantom Brave from 2004. Two games, yeah. again, one card. Those are like PSP, right? Um, PSP, Wii, PS2 era, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I think I remember the PSP with those. I I mean, I couldn't put a thumb on what genre and everything, but I do remember those names. Phantom Brave is another SRPG, like, uh, mm. I think it's probably supposed to Disgaea team. I yeah. Could be wrong. Uh, and uh, Soul Nomad is an RPG. Okay. So. And, I mean, I did finally pre-order from them uh, the printy games. I, I've oh, been waiting forever, but I did because I love those on PSP. So. Yeah, and, that, again, that's another two-pack. They're Dude. <laughs> um, so then we have Axis. Again, Axis, all of these games are physical. They're pre-orderable Jesus. on their store, which is great. <sighs> um, so we have Deroku, Agents of Sakratani. Um, which is a Otome game, hmm. and that's coming the fall. With uh, Olympia, sorry, is coming winter, and Variable Barricade is now going to be quarter one, twenty twenty two. So hmm. three uh, Otami games. Those are all Otami games. What's an Otami um, game? <laughs> it's like a dating type, like oh, visual dating novel. Sims. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rico London is coming on summer. Huh. Uh, Nippon Columbia's Pups and Purrs Animal Hospital is Ooh. coming. Um, there's w- one thing that's really blew my mind. It was a competitive fishing title. Bro- brought me back to like the Dreamcast Sega Bass Fishing meets <laughs> Power Stone kind of deal called Fishing Fighters that's coming this summer. What the heck? Yeah, it's going to be physically. Like, what? Yes. They call uh, us then- crazy with Super Blood Hockey. We're going to have combat fishing. Come on, yes. people. Uh, Under Knot's Labyrinth of Yomi, which is a dungeon crawling RPG, is coming this fall. So all of those are available on Axis's site right now for pre-order and slowly trickling to other sites. Uh, our good friends of PM Studios showed off. Um, they've got Ever Forward, which is a 3D puzzle adventure with like psych- like going through like the psychology of someone's head and trauma. and so It looks really cool. Uh, definitely... Uh, took me by surprise it's coming june 29th 
Uh, on October 5th, we're going to see the retro-inspired first-person shooter Exophobia. Hmm. So if you like retro first-person shooters, that is something there. And then... As long as go- it doesn't do tank controls, I'm okay with that. Like, I, if it's, like, Doom retro shooter, cool. If it's, like, I, it Resident like- Evil... Oh. No, no, it looks like Doom. Okay. Uh, Wolfenstein 3D style. I like that stuff. I know you don't, but I like that stuff. But that that's cool. You know, everyone has different mm-hmm. different tastes. Uh, then there is a game coming called Guts and Goals uh, for August 30th. It is a soccer game with weapons and stuff like that. <laughs> I think everybody's just falling off of us with Super Blood Hockey, and they just want gory sports games now. Yeah, so PM Studios is bringing that August 30th. Amazing. Uh, then Inti Creates... Inti creates for me stole the show that Blaster Master Zero three three I twenty ninth, and then they showed off Azure Striker Gun Vault three that has been delayed sadly to twenty twenty two. However, they brought on the action director from Bloodstained Curse of the Moon is so now cool. joining the team. So yeah, great. and then Zero three now is getting a physical release so far in Asia, but it's a triple pack with one and two on there. Like the week after it's yep. shipped out from Limited Run. I also heard that it also has voices, like added voices or something like that. Or I oh, read cool. that. Cool. Like it's gonna have all the DLC on there too. They they did mention that on because I watched the trailer all in Japanese, but it's a DLC. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. The, the limited run releases also have all the DLC as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, they're they're undoubtedly gonna do something new though because I, yeah, I so, would. Yeah, I would I would be shocked if they didn't do a limited uh, limited run release of three as well. Um, so. that being said, I have zero rag rats um <laughs> about getting one and two just because I love the retro NES box that looks just like the original Blaster Master Sunsoft box. Like it's just it's a cool tribute, and I do like my retro style stuff. I mean, heck, we do them for our company too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then it was, we're still not done with the show. The show oh, my on. God. Yep. <laughs> so then Natsume showed off Pocky and Rocky is getting a new game called Pocky and Rocky Reshrined. So it's cool. coming this fall. For the I, Switch. Love, I love that series. Yeah. So it's really cool. That's coming. Uh, Connect Tank is a hmm. part of their indie publishing program. It's a puzzle strategy hybrid that's coming this summer. That one probably is not going to get a physical, but I could be wrong. It's maybe we it. could do an indie publishing. <clears throat> we could, maybe. We're doing um, all and indie. They <laughs> and they showed off a Harvest Moon One World, which is already out for the Switch. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, NAS did uh, show off World's End Club again. Um, I forgot to mention, but that, that was also excited again. Yes, absolutely. And then it, they ended with Idea Factory International. They showed off two games, Death End Request. Hmm. is getting a Switch port on April 27th. It is an RPG set in an abandoned game world. It looks really cool. Um, it's on PS4 already. There's a sequel already on the PS4, so hopefully if this does well, they will port the sequel over. Uh, and then Mary Skelter Finale is going to complete the horror trilogy um, this fall. It is a first-person dungeon RPG. Um, the first two already on the Switch, so this is the third and, and final one. <laughs> So nice. that was that. Um, then there's Stuff. also, it didn't happen yet, but there are not one, but two more directs coming. There are two that it's a, like the season for, for directs is happening now. So that one is the Wired Direct from Wired uh, Publishing is mm-hmm. coming uh, March 29th. Um, mm-hmm. 
That's at 3 p.m. Eastern. Wired Productions is doing their own little direct. And then just announced today as of recording, Square Enix is doing a Square Enix Presents. And the Square Enix Presents is going to be on March 18th. I think that's a week from Mm. today. It is at 1 p.m. Eastern. The world premiere of an all-new Life is Strange, which has me super excited because I love the Life is Strange series. Also featuring Outriders, Tomb Raider's 25th anniversary, a new Square Enix Montreal Games game, Just Cause Mobile, and Bowen Wonderworld. Wow. Craziness. So, so we have that to look Holy cow. And we're <laughs> shipping our games just to add that to the cool. madness. And it, the thing awesome. that's crazy is though, like we're going slow. Everybody else is going hard. And so, like, people are, are getting overwhelmed with how many amazing games. Just imagine we're in, like, a a weird, weird world where it's, like, there's just too many good games for us to enjoy. Well, yeah, I, there's that is really an issue. And yeah. unfortunately, we will all miss out on some great games. Like, we were just talking about Hades. <clears throat> so many people, like, there was the game of the year. Mm-hmm. We didn't play it. We were waiting for the physical. We had other things to play. Even when it comes out this month, we may not have the time to play it. may not have the time. may not have the funds because there's a million things coming out. Like, you completionists will. But, like, me, I'm that, that'll be on my priority list to buy. But, like, some people won't have the money to. And it's where, like... We always said from our company, it's like we want to go slow because if you want to collect our stuff, like if you want to get all of our releases, like it's not going to be every other week we're doing a, a launch or a drop. It's like we're yes. going to do a, a couple here, a couple there. Um, after you know a year or so, you'll have like a few uh, some badass games, and you know that's exactly what we want to do. And we got some indie, we got some weird. Like we started off with a sports style just to set a standard. Like, hey, we're going for the the awesome indie genre does not matter if it's a good game it's a good game exactly i also did forget they capcom did a monster hunter um little like direct kind of thing for themselves and they announced that monster hunter stories 2 is releasing july uh, 9th (laughs) of this year that's coming to steam as well as switch and there's three amiibo that are gamestop exclusive so that is another thing that happened you do know what happened too is like we're gonna see this which we kind of predicted last year which was like things slowed down a little because of covid well guess what we're now seeing (laughs) the freaking fire hose that is everything that was held for a little bit and speaking of fire hose there is a bunch of rumors now on the Switch Pro, and it's been crazy. I don't believe any of it, um, but the newest is that you know you're seeing leaks coming from people looking at patent sites and Nintendo requesting things, and like so. Essentially, from what I know, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm gonna spit off of what I've read um, off the top of my head without looking at anything, because we're live at all as always. Um, <laughs> As far as I'm tracking, the the newest thing is it's supposed to be like a 7-inch screen, a bigger screen on the Switch, which irritates me because it might not fit in my kiosk. Um, and <laughs> it'll support up to 4K with a faster GPU. And that's docked. what I'm tracking. 4K docked. Yes, docked, of course. Of course. is what they, the rumor is, handheld, and it's an OLED screen. Which is awesome. It's amazing. It's going to be awesome. That's the rumor. 
Of course, this is all rumor. Mm-hmm. Take it with a grain of salt. None yeah, of it yeah. can be true. All rumor. And so, so it's going crazy. But it's like every other day we're seeing all the all the the typical suspects, the usual suspects, the typical channels posting about this. And I'm like, well, if they do this upgrade, it just hopefully it's just an, an an upgrade where everything supports it, and it just automatically does it on the hardware side, and then newer games could take advantage of the increased specs. And we're good. I hope so. Maybe it'll fix Troll and I. Hmm? <laughs> that's you know what? Honestly, that's one of the things I really hope for a Switch Pro is that it enhances games that are already out there so that they play better. So certain <laughs> games that did have slight stutters. WWE. WWE is another one, yeah. <laughs> but but even others. Like, you know, I I played, you know, Ease 8 on Switch. I love it. And there's some pop in, for example. Um, just like enemies in the distance will will pop in. It's not terrible, um, but it was something I did notice. And I wonder, like, will this increase the draw distance with the added power? Um, it's one of those things that I wonder how it's going to affect certain games and if well, if all games will be affected or just ones that get a patch kind of deal. Yeah, if you think about it, though, if the game was, it depends on how the game is programmed too. So if the game is just programmed to take the switch into account, and they just created the pop in, or if they have the the um, resolution and speed that is variable depending on how the CPU is moving at the time, then it'll be an immediate improve. I hope most games are programmed like that, but the level of a troll and I likely not. The level of an Ease Eight probably. Yeah, like so it really we'll, depends. We'll see. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see. It'll be really fun to go back and finally play some games um, out of the backlog that might have an upgraded boost. Yeah, there's and there's been definitely some versions of games where like that ran well, like Doom ran at 30 frames a second, mm-hmm. you know. But it looked looked well. Hey, will that be improved? Will they be able to get up to 60 frames a second now? Will that, you know, going back to some of those games. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what kind of effects it will have, provided it's real. Like, <laughs> nothing, it could be nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is no- sources point to that they're looking for a um, holiday launch with it and potential, or potentially waiting until Breath of the Wild 2 is ready and they do like a, a dual launch with it because Zelda was launched, you know, March of the first year. So yeah. it's. Well, it depends, it depends on if it's like the new 3ds or if it's a no, new yeah. new system like if it's a ps4 pro then there'll only be one version of breath of the wild and it will just be enhanced if you're playing it on the switch pro mm-hmm. if it's like the next the successor like the mm. switch 2 no then I then there'll have to be two separate ones everything i've read is it's supposed to be like the new um like the pro it's supposed to be a, a iterative upgrade because they don't want to kill the current fan base because it's going yeah, crazy it's going right now there's Absolutely. no reason for them to shoot themselves in the foot right now by creating that um I that being that being said it'll probably be priced much higher so they'll still offer the current switch and current switch light alternatives at a more affordable price to help drive sales for the originals they've always done that with the the 3ds and the the new 3ds and stuff like there that there might too. be a slight price cut like instead of 300 Maybe. it might go to like 250 for the standard switch or something i would i would assume we're going to see four or 500 bucks with the the switch pro 
Well, the the rumor is that it's going to be called the Super Switch. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> and then the then the third one will be called the Switch Sixty Four. Absolutely, it's got to be. <laughs> and then the Switch Cube. The Switch Cube, and it looks like a cube. Um, honestly, if they continually do the iterative upgrades, which the other console gener- generation, Sony and Microsoft, could have done that. Um, with their with their consoles, if they just continue to do that and the Switch lives on forever, that would not be a bad thing. Oh, I would cry. <laughs> oh, I'm not a completionist, Barry. I'm okay. I, if that's the, like the Switch Pro, I would continue collecting the way I am. But if they're like, this is the next one, and it's just gonna keep using the same thing, we're just gonna yes. keep milking Switch forever. Yes, I'm drawing the line at that point. Thing. No, I have a full setup until this point, and after that, I'm just buying what I want to buy. Just buying premium edition, exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh my yeah like like honestly it that's cool for me i like it i'm i've said multiple times on this playcast that i'm like switch might be it for me i mean i'm still gonna find a p i still have not found one but i want to get a ps5 for my wife and i'm still want to get some of the classic games but as for like massive collections the switches is it for me this is the perfect system for me it's portable. It plays on TV as well when I need to. The kiosk is the first kiosk that I've had. So I've had multiple. The first kiosk that I have that I use all the time. I don't say on a daily basis because unfortunately I can't play every day right now. Because <laughs> I'm doing fun stuff. Uh, but I use it all the time. It's part of it. Whereas most kiosks you have to like stand to use them. This one, it's it's a Switch. Like I can use Switch Pro Controller. Just lay back and play some games. It's amazing. So cool. And so... And I do have a custom Nintendo Switch marquee coming in that has premium edition games on it, including some unannounced ones. It's going to be great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I just... Switch is my favorite console right now, like, bar none. Like, I have some of my favorite games of all time are still on other consoles. But as for, like, a holistic console, we've had so much on the Switch already like- that it's it's dwarfed other things like and and it does have to do with re-releases and i'm okay with re-releases because of the aforementioned portability factor it just gives it a new lease in life man you're the switch's library i mean it's it's basically current stuff current nintendo stuff wii u nintendo stuff mm-hmm. now some wii and 3ds nintendo stuff plus a lot of these great Great classic games are coming back in compilations. There was a Atari one. There's a Sega one. Mm-hmm. Now there's the Capcom arcade. There's all the Neo Geo stuff. You know, there's just so many. Compil- don't now, the NIS don't forget, as I'm looking, PS3, Xbox 360 games. I mean, you got your Super Meat Boys. You got so many, like, Retro City Rampage. I'm just looking at my top games. Um, you got, like, Doom um, that somehow runs, de- like, playable on the switch which is always blows my mind stuff like witcher 3 um with like last generation because it is last generation now that we got the new generation now the saints row games um then you have like retro aftermarket releases like ghost blade hd that was a dreamcast game and a neo geo game that got pushed over and play did an exclusive for it like, there's just so much, and it hits every piece. Do we get every game from those? No. And then you have all the indie stuff. Because it's so compatible with Unity, you're seeing all these amazing titles get support. 
And then Nintendo throws out its titles with all the shine that they put on every one of their releases. And it's just like, to me, it's the perfect combination of indie, retro stuff, classic stuff, which is older than retro now, and and modern, fun, Nintendo polished stuff. And then you mentioned all your Wii U stuff. We get, get to play all the Wii U stuff again, which is awesome because, yeah. to me, the Switch is what the Wii U should have been. So, it's perfect. I mean, it definitely is the best for Nintendo and I think it's also the best complement system for the PS4 slash 5 which is my other favorite console and I I, I do a slash because the PS5 plays all the PS4 stuff oh Um, yeah just an incredible library and a lot of a lot of you know compilations there too and i think between the two of them you don't really need anything else no and it's i mean it's a happy birthday to the switch um yes, we're a week absolutely. late of course because we couldn't record but um happy birthday to the switch and year five is gonna be freaking insane absolutely i'm not looking forward to documenting it in a book format but i have done this to myself at this point (laughs) (laughs) like it was funny somebody was like online they're like hey weren't you doing a sega genesis book and i I posted like a meme like sometime (laughs) like i started that thing four years ago and i got it all completely like created and just never started writing all the reviews because there's a million reviews for sega genesis and I'm like, I got entangled in the Switch, and it's taken over my life. And it just keeps growing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And honestly, we're doing the Switchopedia, so it's going to be a, a giant encyclopedia of the Switch that's going to complement the system. And if it never stops, then I will also be sad, because I will have to continue forever. Yeah, it will never stop. And Nintendo's going to milk this cash cow. I just I love the digital only section though because we're counting like how many games. So, I mean, we're at an hour 30. Um I would say maybe next episode that we record maybe we'll bust open Switch Collector Volume 1 as well and we'll go over the digital only games that we covered that have a physical release now. I think that'd be pretty fun. And that way we don't end up going seven hours tonight because Barry and I (laughs) got to go look at a old freaking 1970s. He's talking 1970s Nintendo, 1970s website somehow (laughs) that we got to try to figure out how to uh, change some orders because some of you guys have moved since you've done your pre-orders and we got to make sure that your correct addresses are used. Yeah, let's go all thumbs and go, I'm going to fix it. Honestly, like we're just going to email it out to, to the warehouse since, yeah, it's going to be funny. But <laughs> So um, we got anything else to cover, Barry? No, I, I think that's it. Well, I want to say to everyone, thank you for listening. Always, it's been a really fun journey. Um, and thank you for supporting Premium. It has been humbling seeing all the amazing support to our crazy madness um and here's to series two where we hope to blow your mind even more as well as when you all get the items and as barry mentioned the surprise right absolutely like oh it's gonna be so cool and it's gonna be so cool seeing the reactions like we're called premium edition uh hopefully we live live up to the hype um and here's the best part if there's something that you're like hey we would have rather seen this or we'd like to see this like we're part of the community we have discord let's chat and we'll see if it's something that we can do I'm like oh yeah that would have been cool to do we didn't even think about that well that's why we have a discord people <laughs> like talk with us like we will absolutely we will chat and we want to hear from you at minimum barry will go hello 
Because <laughs> he definitely does. <laughs> ah. I try to say hi to everybody as they come in. That's true. It's You're all part of the family. <laughs> exactly. So should we do the uh, where to find us? Absolutely. Well, so, why don't you start? Outside of premiumeditiongames.com, where you can buy all of our games available, all two, um, <laughs> as well as you can see my books that are available at hagensalley.com. Got some complete Super Nintendo, 630-page Super Nintendo book. Got the complete Virtual Boy still. And a few other books that are in stock, as well as the Friday the 13th Easy Way by 8-Bit Steve, who also worked on the premium guide for Pigeon Dev Games Collection, which is coming with the Deluxe Edition, a hard cover guide it has soft touch to it just like those amazing boxes i was always talking about from special reserve our book has soft touch it's so nice um but you can find me on facebook and the twitter at hagen's alley and at hagen's alley books on instagram barry you can find me at uh, the Twitter, as you put it, at Hawk Hellfire. You can find me on Facebook and on YouTube at Nintendo Fuse. And, of course, you could always find me, as Jeff said, on our Discord, the Premium Edition Games Discord. So thank you mm-hmm. for everybody that has supported us. Thank you for everybody that's been there to chat and to continue the conversation even outside of these I don't play casts. Don't forget too, Barry. You know, you don't mention it too often, but like every week he's recording live with Nintendo Fuse and they talk yes. all craziness. Yes, every <laughs> every Tuesdays at eight thirty PM Eastern we are recording live. Yeah. You can see my wonderful face and all that. We we are on YouTube. <laughs> uh lo- doing a live show is very different. Uh we sometimes have technical difficulties, but mm-hmm. it's it's a fun thing. You know, sometimes even Jeff pops in and joins us in the chat because we do have a live chat. We try to make Barry have that fart face. He looks like oh, yeah. he's farting. If you do, uh, if you do want to stop by, we do appreciate it. Actually, we did have a comment saying that they did come over from the playcast, so that was awesome. That's great. Um, but but yeah, be a part of it. Chat. We do read the chat during the during the podcast, and we do talk with you during the podcast. So we like it to be an interactive show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, be sure yeah. to support Frank the Tank. He's doing Monster Bound, where he's playing Earthbound. And Barry and I were on the last episode yesterday, which was Wednesday. Yeah, the yeah, we were on the last episode that he did, um, and it was interesting because they had like their whole like story where they're like doing narrative and stuff, which Barry and I just expected to like like go out there and like kind of do a dialogue and talk, and they're like reading. <laughs> it was interesting. It was really fun though. It was a fun fun time. I'm I'm honored, and thank you again, Frank, for having us on. Too. Yeah, exactly. And check him out too. It's Monster Bound. They have a Discord channel, and they do Twitch. Um, so, anyways, everybody, and on the YouTube's. Anyways, everybody, uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Have a good one. Bye.